Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. And on this Veterans Day 2023, we talk uh, car care. Once again, Denny Long here, along with ASC certified technician Nick Stoffel, who runs a great place called Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Nick, good morning to you. Good morning, Denny. How are things uh, with you, your family, and uh, things at Lloyd's? The family at Lloyd's. Both both families are doing just fine. You know, busy, uh, busy at work, busy at home. Um, I pretty much just run in circles, but that's uh, kind of my kind of my role right now. So I'm, I'm embracing <laughs> yes. it. Yes, do that because it ends rather abruptly before before you know it. Um, I don't mean life. I mean the kids grow up is what I meant. Uh, let's invite our listeners to join in. We already have uh, some questions already. If you happen to, by the way, if you're new to the show, checking us out, thanks for doing so. Uh, you can call Nick or text Nick right now if uh, you have any issues with your car, your truck, your van, you need to bring it in for service. But you want to know kind of what, ahead of the game, what, what could be ailing. Call us or text us, 651-461-9226. Again, we're already getting some a bunch of uh, text uh, questions. And keep in mind that Nick will be with us till just about 745 uh, he takes his leave then, and then Jack Farrell steps in. So don't wait. If you have uh, any kind of a car care question, uh, we'd love to hear from you, either by phone or by text. Uh, earlier this morning, we got a text that said, uh, driving, see if I can interpret this, driving with wheels not aligned, what can happen? If you don't have a correct alignment with a vehicle, what what does it feel like? What what uh, Any problems can be caused by it, I guess they're asking. Well, I guess that depends on which measurements are out of alignment. Um, you know, it can cause the vehicle to feel very loose, you know, like it's just kind of drifting maybe, you might want to call it, or it might make you feel like it wants to dart where you, if you, uh, you're making a, a, a movement with the steering wheel that the car really wants to follow that uh, aggressively. Um, and also it's going to wear the tires, depending on you know, if it's camber, caster, the toe, they all kind of adjust differently and affect things differently, but it'll definitely affect tire wear. So if you have a vehicle that's out of alignment, I think it's best to have it adjusted and corrected uh, for tire life, tire wear, but also the handling and stability as you're headed down the road. Now, when I just remember years ago of, of feeling, many years ago, uh, like a shimmy in, in a vehicle. I mean, can, does, the, the, does the shimmy, could it be bad tires, bad uh, uh, as far as... Uh, Alignment or um, balancing. What 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 can cause shimmying? 
Well, most often, like a shimmy vibration is something rotational. So it's out, out of balance. Um, people often will think that, well, my car's shaking, the alignment's off. Well, not typically. You know, typically it's how the, the alignment adjusts how the wheels track down the road. If there's a vibration, it's something that's out around. You have a tire that has a, a bulge in it or imperfection in it. Um, you might have something with the brakes even. You know, we, I'm coming off the highway, my, my steering wheel's shaking uh, aggressively, and we hear that concern a lot, and that's because the front brake rotors have gotten too hot, and when they get hot, they will warp, uh, which requires some sort of brake repair. But usually a vibration, shimmy, shake is something different than the alignment, usually a tire or something rotational. And then if it's where the car's drifting or the car, um, the steering feels different, but the feel, like it's loose or it's, or it's darty, that might be more of an alignment issue. Nick, uh, we, you and I talk about uh, uh, snow tires uh, this time of year, and I'm thinking, I'm looking at the forecast, we're talking 50, maybe 60 degrees uh, this coming week. Uh, what's it like at Lloyd's now? Are people still getting uh, snow tires put on yet, or is there, are they kind of holding off a little bit? No, you know, my opinion, it's more of an ambient temperature. I understand that 50, maybe hitting 60 is very mild for us. But as far as the pavement and the road, it's still much cooler than the summer months. So I think if you are having winter tires, wheel package installed on your vehicle, don't hesitate because what's going to happen is we're going to go from this to a foot of snow and then everyone's going to be behind the game. So if you have an appointment or make an appointment, you know, shops are busy this time of the year. Everyone's getting ready for the next season. So don't hesitate. Get on the schedule. You know, you might have to schedule for a week or two down the road as it is, which likely our temperatures will be back in the normal range. Um, so I would probably continue or keep that appointment. Sure. Good advice. Um, we get this question from time to time, as you know, the auto start-stop option on vehicles. A listener wants to know, what is it really for? Well, we think it's for saving gas uh, and, and pollution. Uh, but they want to know, what is it for? Should you have it on or off? We get this uh, quite often. Depending on the vehicle, you can sometimes um, shut it off during that drive cycle. Now, it is absolutely for emissions, um, and I don't quote me here, but there's a study that the amount of the emissions, you know, the exhaust pipe that the vehicle puts off at idle here, but there's a study that the amount of the emissions, you know, the exhaust pipe that the vehicle puts off at idle is when they're the worst. When they're going down the highway, they're very efficient and much cleaner. So we're trying to eliminate emissions. So at the idle or sitting at the stoplight, when all that pollution is happening, they're shutting the vehicle off. The light turns green. We take our foot off the brake, apply the gas, it restarts, it goes down the road. So, you know, it's a, it's a technology that's been around for a while. Um, I think it's it's a good technology. You know, I mean, there's opinions, obviously, with everything, but. Well, I think we lost Nick. I think we lost you for a while there, Nick. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, let, let's, uh, but we're getting a ton of text as, as we speak here. Let's see if I don't want to get uh, lost. Car won't start, fob stuck in ignition, jump start starts the car. What's wrong? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you're going to have to have that one brought into your shop. You know, they'll start with an electrical systems test. My assumption that there's something with maybe the ignition um, circuit that's not powering down properly, maybe wore the battery down. And so you go and jump start, it restarts. But then when you shut the vehicle off, it's still not fully cycling off. 
which keep, keeps the cycle going here. So we need to figure out why that battery's wearing down um, when the vehicle is appear to be off, resolve that, and then I think that'll solve the uh, Texas problem. 651-461-9226. You can phone in your car care question, or you can send a text like a lot of folks are doing. Uh, good morning. This texture says, thank you for an awesome show. Thank you. I'm going to be parking my Mustang for the winter. I've had the oil changed, cleaned, washed, and covered. Anything else I need to do to store it like I should? Should I take the cables off the battery? It is parked in a heated garage. Well, lucky you. What do you think? I, I don't think it's necessary. I, I think with a, um, a a controlled climate, you know, if you want to get a battery tender or maintainer, that would be fine. Um, you know, in a controlled climate, the vehicles can sit for a while and be fine. You know, the, you know, the, you know, if you think about a vehicle could be in a car lot for a long period of time over the summer months and there's no issues. It's always the winter when we have the big change in swings in temperature, it gets cold. That's hard on a battery. If a battery freezes, we'll cause it to fail. So if it's in a controlled climate, it'll likely be fine. If you want to go to the one extra step and get a battery maintainer, not a charger, it's just a trickle, you know, and it has a float setting on it, so it'll just keep the battery topped off. That's a, a good option, but maybe not required in this case. All right. Very good. Any kind of a car care question, we'd love to hear from you as we head to this break. 651-461-9226. You can call it in or you can text it in. Uh, new temperature reading in the Twin Cities kind of typical for this time of year and this uh, this time of day. We've uh, dropped a couple of degrees to 33. We'll be heading for a daytime high of 45 or nearer today. Chance of some showers about a 20% chance of showers today. But you should have a beautiful Sunday tomorrow. Highs then near 55 degrees with sunshine. Again, 33 now here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. It's a Saturday morning, November 11th. This is Veterans Day today. And uh, I should say... Thank you for your service, Nick Stoffel. I know you were, uh, I'm not going to call you a jarhead. You, you, well, you were a U.S. Marine, and whether they say you still are, right? Forever. Forever, that's correct. And I, I've been called worse, so you won't, you won't offend me. <laughs> okay. But thanks, seriously, yeah. thank you. And let's yeah. thank all of our veterans, of course, today. Uh, Nick, uh, by the way, who's just joining us, Nick happens also to be an ASC certified technician and runs a great uh, place called Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul, where I must say I frequent a lot, even when it's just a you know, minor oil change or something. It's a fun place to be. But, uh, Nick, for those that maybe need some serious help, whether it be just an oil change or some more major work, how do we find you there at Lloyd's? Yeah, absolutely. So if you ever are in St. Paul, we're on the corner of Grand and Chatsworth, which is 982 Grand. Um, if you are have a question or need some advice, uh, feel free to call 651-228-1316. And please check out our website at lloydsautomotive.net. Very good. We'll get you that info uh, when uh, Nick leaves us, which is close to 745 or so this morning. So don't wait. Any kind of car problems you may have, vehicle problems, we'd love to hear from you either by phone or by text. Here is our number, 651-461-9226. A texter says this, is it true that electric cars are heavier and go through tires faster? We're talking tires earlier. 
Well, I don't know if we've had them around long enough yeah, to prove or disprove that. Now, I would say heavier vehicles tend to wear tires, but also there's different technology in a lot of the tires now, and I think more tires are designed for those loads. So I think time will tell. You know, you need to have a few tire cycles uh, through these vehicles to see how they wear and how they last. Okay. Yeah, that's true. It is, it is rather earlier in that stage of this game. Uh, a listener says this via text. I have a 2013 Hyundai Elantra with 137,000 miles on it. The driver's door keyless hand sensor has not functioned for several months. The right door still works fine. I'm guessing, Texter says, that the door handle needs to be replaced. Any other suggestions? Well, I, I would, um, with the scan tool, you know, with the diagnostic tool that your, your shop will have, um, they should be able to identify there's an antenna or a sensor that sees uh, the proximity of you in the key and the proximity of your hand when you're reaching for the handle. So, um, And there's oftentimes multiple antennas on the corners of the vehicle. Um, so we're not, um, if, like say, for example, if I was on the driver's side and you're on the passenger side, you may not be able to open that door if it's locked if I have the keys and, and vice versa. So, it, it might be something with the handle, very you know, likely it's the item that gets used the most, but there's also some electronics and antennas behind the scene that might have an effect on this also. So that, that, that might require a little uh, a little deeper diagnosing. Okay, very good. I'm looking at other questions here coming in uh, this morning at 651-461-9226. Uh, texter says they have uh, two different cars in the family. One uses regular, one uses premium. By mistake, regular was put in the vehicle that uses premium. Have I damaged the car? No, you, you have not. Uh, a lot of the you know people ask this question. You know, the premium fuels cost so much more. Do I have to do it? Um, it it'll say it's recommended, and a lot of it. And we've talked about this in the past. Has to do with uh, ignition timing and pinging. A lot of these finer tuned vehicles by design require higher octane because you get more. Uh, performance and um, you know, by, by design, they run better on that fuel. When you use a lower octane fuel, you might get some of that pinging or that detonation they hear under the hood. So what we tell people, I don't want to buy the expensive fuel, do I have to use it? Well, try a lower grade fuel, see how the vehicle operates. If it's operating fine, you're not noticing any pinging or detonation or um, it's not a misfire, but there's a little bit of a feel of a hesitation maybe. If you're not having that experience, you're probably fine. If you're saying, no, I, I use that lower-grade fuel and I can really tell the difference, well, then you need to continue to use that higher-octane higher, higher octane fuel to keep the car running as, as it should. All right, very good. I remember many years ago uh, hearing stories. I was talking to a friend of mine who uh, was running a uh, Mercedes dealership, and uh, somebody had put in um, regular fuel, in a diesel car, that's not good, is it? That's a different situation. That does happen. You know, <laughs> yeah. we, we, we run into that situation. If you ever have a situation where you accidentally run uh, the wrong fuel, meaning diesel or gasoline or vice versa, and you notice it at the pump, stop. Don't start it. Call the tow truck. Because if we can pump the fuel out of the tank before it makes its way through the fuel system into the engine, that's a much easier repair versus the either where I would filled it up, started driving, I got, you know, a little ways down the road and stalled, that's a much more complex, and it's not the end of the world, it's just a lot more cleaning and um, flushing out to try to 
uh, get that thing back with the correct fuel. Yeah. Can be a few bucks, uh, depending on the vehicle, too, if, uh, I'm sure. All right, I'm looking at, uh, oh, yeah, here's here's one about well, washing a car, and we talk in this show about, that's a good idea. Wash your car, your vehicle, often underneath as well. But this one, and I've read about this, uh, is using dish dish soap a bad idea? And I've read, yes, uh, like some folks say, I like to use Dawn and everything. Have you heard that, too? Uh, don't use Dawn, for example. Well, I, I don't know. I don't think you'll hurt the actual paint of the vehicle and like the clear coat, but any of the wax that is on the vehicle from yeah. car washes, I think that that removes the wax. And, you know, I'm not in the body business. I don't know the finite details of paint, but, you know, we spent, you know, if you're, you know, some of us will still hand wax our vehicle. Some of us you run through the wash. And I think the wax does add an additional layer of protection, especially the winter months with the salt and the grime. And if you're using a, uh, detergent soap like that where we might remove that that's one less layer of protection so i would caution you you know i mean if you're the type of person like no i use this soap i get it all stripped on cleaned up and I hand wax my car well you're probably fine but if you know you're just like this is all i have we'll make a quick wash of it keep in mind that one extra layer of protection might be washed away yeah true that's probably the the uh, the negative is getting rid of because it is in the most cases a grease remover so taking uh, that Dakota wax off may be the, the the biggest problem all right i'm getting a signal here nick we need to take a break we're going to have a look at that forecast a warm up is coming up we'll talk weather and uh, by the way we have uh, some remaining minutes of the car care show so if you have any kind of a car care question don't wait please give us a call or uh, send us a text we have uh, some remaining minutes of the Car Care Show, so if you have any kind of a car care question, don't wait. Please give us a call or uh, send us a text. Number 651-461-9226. From News Talk 830, this is WCCO. And good morning to you. Good Saturday morning. This is the 11th of November. It also happens to be Veterans Day today. We have uh, on the horn, as usual, ASC Certified Technician Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul answering any kind of a car care question you may have. We have a few minutes to go, Nick, as you know, in the show. Uh, and uh, Nick leaves us in a few minutes making way for Jack Fertle's wine chat. Let's grab a phone call this morning. Uh, Nick, Paul calling in from Hudson, I believe, uh, this morning. Paul, thank you. What is your question? Well, I have a question about labor costs and aftermarket parts. My uh, 2012 Jeep Liberty started to lose its ability to heat. Took it to a dealer. They said it was the heater core. They had to tear the whole dash apart, he told me. And uh, the cost was going to be $2,500. Well, I researched local uh, repair shops, and it was not even over 1700 so I asked him about that, and he says, well, they don't have certified mechanics, and they don't have, they don't use uh, genuine Jeep parts. So I thought, nah, that's a story I don't believe. Well, I, I can't speak for every operation, every shop. I do know uh, labor rates vary depending where you're taking your vehicle. Um, I will say, in certain jobs, like certainly when you're a very labor, our practice, I'm speaking for our practice, when it's a very labor-intense job, we can give the customer options on parts. But if it's something that we feel strongly, for example, a heater core, if it's an eight- or nine-hour job, we're going to use the original manufacturer's part simply for um, 
our comfort because we don't want to have a have to have some sort of comeback or some sort of issue where we have you know uh, fitment problems, all, all kinds of whole right a range of reasons that we would do that. Uh, now, on a lesser job, maybe you're doing a, a tie rod, in, which is a simpler job or an aftermarket part, and, and they're good quality. You know, there, there's a variety of qualities you can buy, um, and in those cases, I think using an aftermarket part of the of the same grade and quality is fine. Now, you know, for someone to say that they're not certified, they're not using genuine parts, that's not fair because they, you know, probably don't know exactly what they're using. They, you know, if, it's, if you're comparing two bids on pieces of paper and you have part numbers, maybe that's more of a discussion to be had. But, you know, I, like I said, labor rates are different. You know, dealerships have their way of running their businesses and their pricing as do independent and franchises. Everybody kind of has their own model and, um, I would say that I would ask you for a second opinion is fair. That lesser bid that you got, I would follow those folks and say, are you using the Chrysler part to say, no, it's an aftermarket one? You can inquire and say, well, can you get me the Chrysler one? Maybe it's the same price or maybe just a little bit more. Maybe it's not the full extent. So I would I would do a little more research, but I do think if you uh, ask all the right questions, you can get some reasonable answers to satisfy your, your concern. Yeah, then we have a text, and maybe we can handle that particular one next week. But it's a good one. It's, it's how do you find a good shop? We'll 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 talk about that next next week. A lot of other text messages, though. Thanks, uh, Paul, for your call. Uh, brakes are squeaking when I first back out of the garage in the morning. After that, they are quiet. Is this a concern? The last brake check was still fine. No, it's what it is. Is a little corrosion, a little buildup on that rotor surface. The brake. Rotors are bare metal. So if it sits overnight, a little bit of humidity in the air, you might get a little surface material, or I don't want to use the word rust. Corrosion is maybe a better word. And the first time you back the vehicle up, you apply the brakes, it cleans all that off, and it's fine. So no no cause for alarm. Um, it, it happens on a lot of vehicles. Um, so I would keep with your checkups. Once the pads get worn, then you'll end up with new rotors, and that will resolve that problem going forward. Good question here I see from a listener. Thanks for your comments, by the way. Uh, I see, Texter says, people refueling their vehicles with the engine running and then getting inside the vehicle to stay warm or cool, depending on the weather. Uh, This seems like an unsafe practice. Would you comment, please? I'm pretty sure it says at the pump you're not supposed to do that. However, at every gas station, you see people doing it. So, um, you know, you, you hear horror stories, and they're, they're, they're that because it does happen. You know, unfortunate incidents, some static electricity, different reasonings. You could have a have a, a fire potentially. You can also, depending on the vehicle, run into a potential problem with the emission system because uh, the vehicle is running. It could be going through a cycle where it's checking the evaporative system, and if the tank is open, you're adding fuel. That could kind of mess with some sensors or that test and accidentally create a check engine light. So. I know it's cold out, but if your car has been running and warmed up, the sit in the car with it not running for a minute or two, you're not you're going to be okay. So I, I think I would follow the rules that they have at the pump. You know, it's only a couple minutes. You're you're, you're going to be okay. So that, that, that covers that. <laughs> okay, good. With Nick, we have to run here. Let's do a real quick one before we go. Hybrid, twenty five thousand miles. Just replaced the tires because they were down to five thirty seconds uh, tre- uh, tread depth. I was told, Texas says, the original tires were made for easy rolling, better mileage, but not long tread life. What do you think of that? I think depending on the make and model, 
you can get improved mileage out of tires with with the first set of replacements. Um, I, I've heard the same thing too. They say, oh, they go for comfort because the initial quality, and they, there's lots of reasonings, and that may be true, may not. I, I don't know, but I do believe with the right tire that oftentimes we can get better mileage a second set of tires, uh, miles out of those tires than the, the original equipment ones. All right. Nick, we have to run. Uh, let's uh, let's give our folks some uh, some idea how to get in touch with Lloyd's Automotive. Yeah, if you ever have a question, don't hesitate to call 651-228-1316. And if you're on Grand Avenue this next uh, this next week, stop and say hi. We're at 982 Grand Avenue. And as always, please check out our website at lloydsautomotive.net. Very good, Nick. Thanks for the help today. Let's check back in with you uh, next uh, Saturday. What do you say? Sounds like a plan. Thanks, Danny. All right. Thanks, Nick. Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive at St. Paul. Jack Farrell's Wine Chat straight ahead here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.